What's up, family? You are tuned into Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. Law enforcement in this country kills approximately 1,200 people every single year. And yet the names of many are never said or known except to their families and friends. What's more, law enforcement agencies and other state actors harm our community in a myriad of ways that also go unnoticed, like profiling, sexually assaulting, and wrongfully incarcerating our people. If we don't know what's happening, then we can't fight back. We can't adequately organize a response. So every week on Law and Disorder, we are going to do a weekly state terror roundup. We hope that this segment will serve to expose agitate and build. This is the State Terror Roundup for the week of August 15th, 2022. This week, we honor the life of Ernesto Duenas. He was murdered by Manteca police officer John Moody 11 years ago. He would have been 46 on Monday. Manteca PD claims Ernesto had a knife in his hand, but the dash cam video isn't clear and shows him turning towards his truck. The shooting was deemed justified by the San Joaquin District Attorney's Office, no surprise there, but not by the Duenas family or their supporters. A decade later, Officer Moody has been removed from the force. Documents provided by Manteca PD reveal he lied on a police report after making a woman that he arrested for a DUI consent to a blood test that she did not agree to. Adding insult to injury, the Duenas family found out that their loved one's murder was being utilized by the Oakland Police Department for quote-unquote training purposes without their knowledge or consent when the 2017 film The Force was released. You can learn more and support the family by visiting Justice for Ernest on Facebook. Source, CBS News, Sacramento. This week, we also uplift the life of 30-year-old Colby Friday, who was murdered by David Wells of the Stockton Police Department on August 16, 2016. Colby Friday was unarmed and shot eight times. He was mistaken for a domestic violence suspect. Officer David Wells went on to kill another community member in July of 2020. Colby's mother, affectionately known to many as Mama D, has since dedicated her life to fighting for justice, not just for herself, but for all families impacted by state violence, including sponsoring an annual backpack giveaway. You can learn more and support Mama D by visiting Justice for Colby Friday on Facebook. Innocent bystander 47-year-old Stephen Pearson was killed earlier this week as a result of a high-speed chase in Flowood, Mississippi by the Pearl Police Department. This is the second tragedy of its kind for Pearl PD in less than a month. Source, the Clarion Ledger. A woman died in a crash involving a Coconut Creek, Florida police officer early Sunday morning just before 4 a.m. Source, WPTV. Side note, law enforcement agencies kill approximately 350 people a year as a result of unnecessary and ineffective high-speed chases. Three towns on Maryland's eastern shore will pay $5 million to the family of a black teenager who was killed in an encounter with police officers almost four years ago, according to attorneys for the family. Anton Black, a 19-year-old former star high school athlete, died on September 15, 2018 after being restrained by three officers from the Centerville, Greensboro, and Ridgely Police Departments who held him face down for about six minutes, pinning his shoulders, legs, and arms, according to a lawsuit filed in federal district court in Baltimore in late 2020. Under the settlement, the three towns have also agreed to make changes in their police department's training of officers in order to avoid future deaths of this nature. 
The changes include an overhaul in, quote, use of force policies for the three eastern shore municipalities. We know training does not stop them from killing us. More resources for police confronting mental health emergencies. We also know that law enforcement should not be dealing with mental health emergencies whatsoever. And mandated officer training in de-escalation, intervention, and implicit bias. Implicit bias, by the by, means racism. The policy changes, in theory, also strengthen hiring, transparency, and public complaint reporting. Source, ABC News. The family of 28-year-old Brianna Greer says she was having a mental health episode when she was arrested in Georgia before falling out of a police car and dying in July of 2014. They had dialed 911 and thought an ambulance would show up as it had in the past, but instead, law enforcement arrived. The investigation into how she fell out of a moving police car revealed that the rear passenger side door of the patrol car near where Greer was sitting was never closed. Experts say death like Greer's underscore a larger issue of whether police are properly trained and equipped to respond to reports of people having mental health crisis. A study conducted by the Treatment Advocacy Center found that people with untreated mental illness are 16 times more likely to be killed during a police encounter. It also found that those with untreated mental illness were involved in at least one in four fatal police shootings. Source, CNN. The family of a pregnant teen shot and killed by police is shocked that the city of Fremont is now asking the court to throw out a $10 million judgment awarded on her behalf. At the time of her death, Elena Madrigan was in her first trimester of pregnancy. Madrigan was shot by undercover Fremont police officers in Hayward as she sat in the passenger seat of a BMW. The driver, her boyfriend, was the intended target. A jury awarded the family of the 16-year-old a historic $21 million. Fremont was ordered to pay 10, but now the city is pushing back five years after Elena's death. You can learn more about how to support this family by visiting Justice for Elena Madrigan on Facebook. The city of Sacramento, California will pay $1.7 million in a settlement with the parents of Stefan Clark, who was fatally shot by police in 2018. Two Sacramento police officers fired 20 shots at 22-year-old Clark, striking him seven times after chasing him into the backyard of his grandmother's home. The officers later said they believed Clark was holding a gun. It turned out to be a cell phone. Neither officer faced charges after Sacramento County District Attorney Anne-Marie Schubert concluded they acted lawfully and that Clark was moving toward the officers when they opened fire in his grandmother's backyard. Clark's death and the subsequent lack of punishment of the officers led to mass protests in Sacramento and across the state. The city previously settled a separate wrongful death lawsuit in 2019 and paid $2.4 million to the Clark's two sons, ages 5 and 8. Friday's settlement went to Clark's mother and father. The Los Angeles Times reported, source, Huffington Post. That wraps it up for this week's State Tower Roundup. The soundtrack provided by Coffee Brown, an Oakland musician, singer, and songwriter who's been a force in the Bay Area's hip-hop and soul scene since the early 90s. You can check her out at kofybrown.com. You've been listening to Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. That's it for this episode, family. You can find more information about topics and guests in this episode's show notes. Law and Disorder is produced at KPFA. That's listener-supported radio on the Pacifica Network. The show is produced by Jesse Strauss and hosted by me, Kat Brooks. Our theme music was composed by Steve Rask of the Fort Knox Five. If you like what you heard, please follow us on social media at Law and Dis, that's D-I-S, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to holler at us about something you heard or send us a show idea at lawanddisorder at kpfa.org. 
You can also find our content live at 8 a.m. weekdays on KPFA. That's 94.1 FM in the Bay Area. Our show and all of KPFA's programs are funded exclusively by you, the listener. And if you're in a position to support us, please donate today at kpfa.org. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. We all we got, fam. <laughs>